0: And welcome to the 1L2N Podcast. I am Amy, and we are joined by the bestest of people today. Missy.
1: Yay, I'm so best.
0: Tommy. Best number two. And our bestest guest, Liam. Yo. We are a family of creators going through the story writing process, and we're bringing you along for the ride.
1: Our power is cutting in and out. Just FYI, this could be a rough night. Yeah, it is like really and out (laughs) there. If are you st- are I you will- still recording?
2: My power was fine.
1: Uh, yeah, I'm still recording.
2: If it is, if it does go out, don't worry about it too much. We can always record one next week. That's mm-hmm. okay. Okay. Just circumstance. Anyway, continue, Amy. So, oh, oh we might just have to stop.
1: <laughs> are you guys seeing it go dark on me?
2: Yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> At first,
1: I thought that was your. And camera. then you're like confused, up like not no confused. air conditioning, going on no power. Ah, it's just a miserable weekend. Yeah, that sucks. So well, I mean, we'll start it, and then if just it doesn't like going, if if it goes dark, just don't worry, just keep going. <laughs>
0: okay.
1: <laughs> it, it could make for oh, some boy. funny commentary, but let's do this. <laughs> yes. Okay. Okay. <laughs>
0: So for the next few weeks, Mike is not going to be on the podcast. He is currently doing pre and then we'll be doing post wedding shenanigans stuff because he get married. I mean, he's technically already married, but he's doing Stupid the whole like doing the formal thing. getting
1: married thing now. Yeah,
0: the formal yeah. getting married thing. So
1: we're all like very excited for him and
0: happy that he's able to take a break. That man works too hard. Mm-hmm. He needs to go spend time with his wife and enjoy himself
1: his wife (laughs) slash fiance
0: yeah slash fiance exactly
1: yes
0: (laughs) Mm. yeah so they're actually having a pre-honeymoon and then a post-honeymoon so it'll be a whole thing
1: and then they're having like a whole week long of hanging out celebrating with the family so it's just it's a season of them just (laughs) non-stop
2: for three weeks so you know what? it's pretty cool
1: Yes. But you know what? It's
0: all going to be low key. They're like backpacking and stuff. And I'm sure he'll tell us all more about it uh, oh, when no. he comes back from his shenanigans. shenanigans. But just wanted to let everyone know, you know ahead that of time. It means,
1: means he's away so we can play. Woohoo! Oh, he has no restrictions. Short Unsupply. and
2: simple. <laughs> I love how we, we like to have, um, we bring Mike into this persona that he's like the big bad boss man. He's <laughs> so. the
1: one that's strict and wants it to be formal. And we're like, tee He's gone! he uh, uh Let's be stupid! Yay! <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: I will also say that that means that we are probably going to be putting the Next creative prompt on hold for a week or two just Mm -hmm. because we try to do it the first of every month. But since he's getting married the first of this month, we're gonna have to hold off on it. Maybe not, who knows? Maybe screw Mike and we'll just do our own thing. But
1: we're all uh just prepare for some turbulence stuff and things going on in life right now. So, you know what? We don't have to do creative prompt exactly yet. Four weeks apart, we can do it whenever we feel like it.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. Well, hello
1: everybody. How's everyone doing this fine Sunday afternoon? I am really hot and miserable because it's freaking like ninety billion degrees out, and our AC died yesterday.
2: Oh, that's that blows. <laughs> it does blow? Oh, well, it's not blowing anymore. It,
1: well, no, the fan <laughs> blows out of two of the vents at least,
2: but there's no <laughs> cold air. Oh, that, oh, that really sucks. Yeah. 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 And aside. the vents
1: it's not blowing out of include our bedrooms. Ooh, so, okay. We don't oh, even have so a fan sucks. in our bedrooms. <laughs> it's so miserable.
2: That really sucks. I, I like winter
1: say. and cold. I do not like hot.
2: I will say we are not having as bad as problems that you guys are, but our AC is struggling currently at the moment. We're going to mm. have to get it looked at. We have the, our fan on the AC like, constantly going, but the AC only kicks in every once in a while. It was, like, it was 78 a few nights ago, and it just, the AC was on, but it was struggling to keep up. It was supposed to be at a 75 yeah. where we were here, and it was just like, nope, nope, no, nope, it's getting too hot. So yeah. we had to get that looked at, because I hate the heat. It's not fun.
1: We live yeah. in an apartment complex who in bold and underlined in all of their materials state that a broken AC does not constitute an emergency. So they basically will stay. add it to the end of their repair list. And whenever it gets done, it gets done. Oh, that's So lots of like ice cream and popsicles.
0: For you guys, for the next how long? You'll have to get
2: you'll have to get two more fridges and just <laughs> get in them. They'll be empty. I was
1: gonna say I need like one of those um one of those floor freezers or floor fridges where it opens yes. from the top.
2: Yes, yes, there's you a do. term
1: for that. I don't know what they're called. I want one so I can sit in it. That's what I'm trying to say. <laughs> <laughs> just
2: get riding. Right well, how was your first
1: week of work, Missy? exhausting but good but exhausting but good uh (laughs) it's very uh you know i just have to adjust it's a different company so they have different procedures than what i'm used to and i do finance for a luxury hotel And I am doing the finance for a different hotel than the hotel that I work at because of the way the office structures are set up. So I have not yet actually visited the hotel that I work for, (laughs) but it's okay. The one I'm at is beautiful, nice and big and open. And I really like the community that it's in. It's beautiful. And I think I'm going to like working for this company. They seem to really care about their staff. So. Just gotta learn all the different processes and kind of get up to speed. Yeah, that's true. Downside, I have to adjust to a long commute because I am spending about three hours a day commuting, (laughs) and that sucks. Especially when uh, gas prices are what they are. I have calculated I'm going to be spending about four hundred and fifty dollars a month on gas. Oh. Uh, yeah. Too much. I know. At first I was like it's going to be like 300 and then after one week I'm like oh my gosh it's going to be so much to be worse. Be
2: way more, yeah.
1: to <laughs> say but yay for having a job that pays <gasps> I, hopefully enough that that's okay. I have a job that Here's at gold. least my salary will cover my transportation costs. I am sad that it is a thing I have to have covered because I won't have the money I thought I was going to to pay down debt. But at least it
2: covers transportation. That's true. That's true.
1: I can at least break even. <laughs> woo! <laughs> Yay!
2: Well, some very exciting news. We all soft launched the website. Woo, woo! And we did it. Yeah, yeah, pew, pew, pew. And it was actually. Pretty enlightening. There's still a lot of stuff that you know we have to go through. We we found so many little bugs in the first hour of launching it. And I mean like bugs like there were there were a few actual bugs where it was a glitch in the software. And then most of it was like, okay, change this word to that. This link is not the proper link. Move this like three different pixels, but it is it is up and it's cool. I mean, I know it's probably not as exciting for you guys because it's already been up by the time you're listening to this. But it's really exciting for us because we finally got it done. We've gotten feedback on the cursing tree from a lot of different people we've sent it out to. And all of it seems to be pretty positive so far, which is really yeah. nice. Um, also,
0: like, all right, when's the shoe going to drop? <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, pretty much. And. Um,
1: for our listeners out there, we have a lot of very critical people in our lives who are oh, more absolutely. than willing to tell us if something we've done sucks, oh, without regard for our feelings. So yes. the fact oh, that yeah. we're getting so much positive feedback really uh, was encouraging and helped reinforce that we are on the right path.
0: And also kind of shocking, to be honest, because yeah. especially the particular person that I know you're talking about,
2: yeah, they were like, <laughs> like I'm holding wow, my it's breath. it's actually like, really okay. good.
1: <laughs> the yeah. phone call like, came, and
2: I'm like, when? Okay when when's the next and, My, and you're like what yeah <laughs> <laughs>
1: It's like, oh really this is great <laughs> uh,
2: yeah yeah it was, it's super encouraging to get all this feedback especially since all of us poured collectively over a thousand hours into this it was really nice to finally have a fresh opinion on it and that fresh opinion be this is good like keep doing yeah it It was it was just like okay yes i want to keep doing it (laughs) that is the goal that is the goal but yeah it was a it was really nice
0: it's really exciting to be able to see our hard work and something that we all dreamed up kind of start to come to fruition which has been really really fun and exciting so yes i'm just so proud of all of us and i know that we have a long long way to go but i'm just so proud of like from where we started to where we are now, how much we've all grown. It's just really cool to see. So I can't wait to see even how much further we grow in the next six months to a year to 10 years to whatever. Right. So, uh, yeah. yeah. Yeah.
1: It's a lot of fun. It'll be interesting like five years from now listening to whatever our most recent pieces at that time. Mm-hmm. And then going back and listening to the cursing tree and going, Wow, look how much we've improved.
2: man mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, the cursing
1: tree sucks.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, it's interesting because I think the I mean, it was a little bit of, you know, insider baseball right here, but the biggest thing holding us back is definitely Mike and I's time spent composing. That's the 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 biggest struggle at the moment. It takes about, I would say uh, let's just let's just say it took exactly 1000 hours, probably 800 of those hours, 800 to 900 of those hours were spent composing, setting up the process for all of all this. It was it was an absolute struggle. And I'm hoping that gets cut down to like 500 instead of 900 and then continually cuts down not only because we're getting better at our craft, but because we don't have to set up as much equipment and we know what we're doing at this point. So I hope it becomes like more frequent, you'll be able to see more content frequently instead of just being like, okay, now I got to wait another six months for this. You'd be like, oh, I only wait three or something like that. But it's been, yeah, it's been really cool seeing positive feedback on the website. And then on top of that, the cursing tree. So it's all going pretty good. And then I will say I ran today and I've I've been running in the heat and it is terrible. I started my runs at a mile and a half and I've increased it to about two and a half miles right now, which is pretty exciting to me. And it's it's progressively getting harder, not because I'm increasing my actual run, but because it's just getting much, much hotter, <laughs> like so oh, much yeah. hotter. So I get home and I'm like in a heat wave and oh my gosh, my brain is pulsing. The best thing in the universe is a cold shower. Mm-hmm. I've been raving about it all freaking month. It's like
1: <laughs> I can't wait to get in that cold shower tonight.
2: I'm oh, really looking Oh, forward it's to it. so good. It's just like specifically my head, I feel it pulsing. I feel it pulsing ridiculously and then I get under that freaking cold water and uh I love it.
0: So today, well, let me let me preface this by last week we had talked about watching things for the first time. Again, and what we'd want to see for the first time again. But towards the end of it, we were talking about how we should try to find new things to watch and try to get those new first experiences rather than relying on the the high of rewatching something that we already love. Although there is nothing wrong with that. I want to preface that. If you want to watch something a million times, go ahead. But I thought it would be interesting this week if we all watched something for the first time. So I went on to trusty old Netflix and found a few different movies that I didn't think any of us watched. And we like we like to do here. We rolled a die and we chose The Professor and the Madman. And I wanted so everyone watched it and I wanted to see Know what were your thoughts, especially for I didn't I didn't really read what what it was about. I was just kind of like, yeah, that looks fine, whatever. I barely watched like the quote unquote trailer that they had on there, but I wanted to see what everyone thought about it and what your
1: thoughts or feelings are on it. I don't know about you guys, but I had never heard of this movie before.
2: No, I'd never either.
1: Like, what is this? I I read the description. (laughs) What is this nonsense? No wonder I've never heard of this. Um. (laughs) The oh, we should probably, uh,
0: yeah. I was gonna say, we should probably say actually what the movie is about. Feel free, uh, go ahead.
1: So, we'll just read the IMDb.
0: Well, it says it's actually based on a 1998 book, The Surgeon of Crawthorne. I don't know how to pronounce that. And it's starring Mel Gibson, Natalie Dahmer, Sean Penn, and other people that are in there.
2: There's other people in the movie, there's other people. There
0: are other I
1: know. People. read the the description let's see
0: here it says it's based off of the book it's the life of the professor james murray oh the life of professor james murray is portrayed as he begins work on compiling words for the first edition of the oxford english dictionary in the mid 19th century As he led the overseeing committee, the professor received over 10,000 entries from one source in particular, a patient at Broadmoor Criminal Lunatic Asylum, Dr. William Minor.
1: There's like a lot to unpack in that, but also it seemed like they were stretching real hard to find a story. I just thought it seemed like such a ridiculous premise. And I'll be Mm -hmm. honest, I wasn't really looking forward to watching this movie. Turns out I freaking loved this movie. It was so good.
2: (laughs) This was surprisingly well executed for this odd concept.
1: Yeah, a hidden gem. Well, and they say, you know, the truth is stranger than fiction. Turns out this really did happen. This was part of the story of how the first Oxford Dictionary came to be. So yeah, I just had no idea. It's not really something yeah. you study. I really enjoyed it. I thought the acting was great. The setting was perfect. But for me, what sold it was the music. I was like swaying mm. and feeling it the whole time. Like it just really spoke to me. At one point, I'm, I'm reminiscing other music that I really enjoy in other TV shows. And... It gets to the end and it's like music by Barry McCreary, and I was like, "Oh my gosh!" Because he's my favorite composer.
2: Yeah, so it makes I sense. Had no idea. <laughs> he's, he's such a it's good.
1: Like,
2: composer. I get it. I know
1: why I like this so much. <laughs> but I, I, you know, I had no idea because I have only really listened to stuff that he's composed that I've actually watched. I don't typically venture past that because I don't know the context and what in which the songs are made. So really enjoyed it hidden gem highly recommend go see it it's got a little bit everything in it
2: it is a slower movie for sure Mm -hmm. and i think that's what i was like i i I don't know it 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 threw me off i guess i mean it has to be a slower movie and it's also nice that there's not like a ridiculous amount of action in it the action that there is in it is towards the beginning and it's all the opening. it's wonderfully done it feels exactly in place in the movie And I'm like, I don't need any more than what I just got.
1: It's that hook to go, okay, what is this movie actually about? I'm confused.
2: Yes. I feel like they had, they were definitely through editing, you were piecing together the story slowly and you're like, okay, how are these couple of paths going to intertwine with each other? Yeah, And it definitely, it kept you engaged because you were also, you weren't bored necessarily with how slow it was going because you were Thinking, okay, where's does it go? Yeah. Where's it going?
1: Well, the characters were compelling. So you just, you get drawn into the story, yeah. even though it's slower, you're sitting there watching the story unfold and it just, it, it goes very naturally.
2: Yes, exactly. So I will say personally for me, it got a little, I was losing interest slightly towards the end. I think the peak for me was definitely right before uh the spoilers by the way big spoilers major spoilers. Uh, oh
0: i mean there's going to be spoilers <laughs> uh, we're going this is a major thing so like if we're ta- if we're focusing in an episode on a movie yeah There'll people should know by now like hey there's yeah. spoilers i
2: know but i'm just saying i'm if people are venturing in i'm like now i recommend watching this they i'm about to say some spoilers right when <laughs> the madman goes like full madman right after the confrontation with the wife i think that whole scene not when you see him going mad but like that actual confrontation oh my gosh that was such a a beautiful scene And i i i can't like describe it but like the dialogue the music the acting yeah. everything came together in this odd climax and usually you, you feel like a climax is going to happen way way towards the end of the movie but it felt Mm -hmm. like it happened right in the middle and it was it was perfect there was a particular line that stuck out to me it was from the madman himself he's talking about reading in general and he says it's freedom miss Merritt. I can fly out of this place on the back of books I've gone to the end of the world on wings of words when I read no one is after me and I was like that is Mm -hmm. beautifully poetic and it sums this entire scenario for him up perfectly and then it also is like the spark to give her motivation to learn how to read and i don't know it was Mm -hmm. like it was that perfect perfect moment it was like oh wow this movie is making me feel legitimate emotions this is really nice like i started getting teary eyed i was like oh this is so sweet it's just a it's a fun movie it makes you
1: really feel there's no good guys or bad guys per se. Yes. They're just people and they're all flawed and they're all trying to figure out their path in life with what they've been handed. Not Despite however they're trying to carve their life out, it's not working out the way they intended. Exactly. So it's about them trying to figure out what to do with the cards that they've got.
2: Yeah. It all felt like it naturally flowed as well. It felt like every decision the characters were making were in line with their actual character, like how I feel like their character would act out. They were true to their character. Yes. It it was just interesting. It was very intriguing.
1: I will say that the story, the plot itself kind of turned a little bit about halfway through the movie and it shifted sort of the. Feel of the movie is up until that point. They were really building up the whole building this dictionary, and then you've got the madman, you know, bringing his or sending his suggestions and research to them, and they're really excited and they're ready to just plunge forward with the research. And then at that point, the story shifts to the madman trying to reconcile what he's done with what's going on around him and it became more his story from that point on, whereas it had been more the professor's story up until that point. And it's kind of slow the way it happens. You don't necessarily notice it happening, but I found the professor's story a little more interesting in the way it was being told than the way the Madman story was being told. So that that shift in direction was a little... I'm not really sure how to word it, but it took something a little bit away from the story for me, but it was still a really good story.
2: I think I will I that's exactly how I felt. It was that later half of the movie, it was because of that shift I was more interested in the professor mm-hmm. per se because I, I don't know, the way Mel Gibson delivers a lot of his his lines and the way he acts, it feels like he is a man passionate about his craft. Yeah. And it doesn't feel like he's trying to be a hero per se he's just passionate about english and and language and, and language. words in general <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like that that shift in tone i was like oh uh, it's okay but it's like don't know. two
1: completely different stories being woven together
2: yeah. yeah yeah
1: and they're both really interesting but they built up one and get you really excited about the one side and then they swing over to the other story and start building that one up and you're like but but i want to know more about the first one <laughs> Liam, how did you
0: enjoy or not enjoy the story?
3: It was surprisingly good. I wasn't really looking forward to watching it, not going to lie. I uh, lo- I read the description, and I looked at the ratings, and I was like, oh, no. <laughs> and then I started off, and I was like, what is this movie? I couldn't figure out what this movie was about until like the first act, it almost ended. I was like, are they building the dictionary, are they not? Because you have this whole like madman thing going on. I'm so confused what's going on. And then when they wove the two stories together, that's when I realized what was happening. The second half, I found a lot more easier to convey than the first half, but I don't know.
2: You're totally right. I thought it was going to be the exact opposite. Usually when you see a movie that's on Rotten Tomatoes, that critic scores is really high and the audience score is low, you know, okay, this might be a pretty good movie, but it's the exact opposite of that. And that's usually where you think, nope, this is not going to be a good movie like, a lot of Marvel movies are like that. Like, you look at Thor The Dark World, I'm pretty sure it's, like, critics' bad audience loves it. <laughs> but, I don't, this is interesting because I thought this was a really, really good movie. and <laughs> It just has a 41% from critics. Well, critics never know what they're talking about with movies. Yeah, we're we're the real critics here. We know <laughs> what we're talking about.
0: <laughs> the professionals, if you will.
1: <laughs> so, it, it just dawned on me, maybe part of the Point of the way they did the plot was that the professor was trying to take on an insurmountable task. He was trying to accomplish something that could never be completed. And he had this crazy idea in his head that it was going to be finished. And it is just something that will never, ever, ever be finished. And then you've got the madman who is just trying to find peace in his life after what he's done. And, you know, undiagnosed mental illness. But the professor in taking on the madman, his cause and trying to help him and ultimately finding a solution as best as they can to his situation. That was something he could actually dive himself into, follow through on and see to the end and have a sense of accomplishment, which it seemed like the way his wife was acting around the whole project she knew that he needed to finish something he was starting so maybe that was the whole point of the way they told the stories was it gave him something to accomplish
2: interesting so yeah yeah i i actually i see that from a a storytelling perspective that kind of makes sense what are your thoughts
0: i was actually not a fan of the movie i think it was beautifully shot it had a beautiful track I actually enjoyed this story per se, but honestly, those kinds of movies are just not my cup of tea, which is totally fine. It felt reminiscent of the uh, Imitation Game with Benedict Cumberbatch. So... There's a lot of movies where there's like a specific task that needs to be done. And it's like this whole intense story that's just based off of this specific task that needs to be done. In the intimidation game, Benedict Cumberbatch is a code breaker and he's trying to mm-hmm. break the code for the Nazis to crack Nazi codes. Yeah. And so it felt very reminiscent of that. But to me, the story actually felt pretty forced. It's like, let's make a movie about the Oxford Dictionary. Like, it. <laughs> It seemed so ridiculous that they were making this movie, and I totally understand that people have enjoyed it and people like it, but it felt like, okay, we have to make a movie. Let's figure out what kind of movie. Ah, the dictionary. No one's done that before. And maybe because it wasn't as high-stakes, as something like the intimidation game. But there are multiple movies that are like that. I can't there's another one that's like, in my head but I don't know. A Beautiful know Mind.
2: About it. Yeah that's, I
0: think it's yeah. that one. Is that the one with um Russell Crowe. Oh, you know no I've never seen that one so I don't know. That's but there's crazy. a there's another one with, with like Stephen Hawking and it like tells his life story oh, yeah, and yeah. stuff. It that it has that same kind of vibe the to it. Of everything? I yeah I think so. I think so. And personally not a big fan of that kind of style of movies although i can definitely see how artistic it was mm-hmm. i can definitely see you know the craftsmanship of producing this movie but to me it just felt like we need to make a profound movie let's do this yeah and and that part it, it just that just felt a little forced and so i wasn't as invested as i hoped i would be but saying that i am glad that i watched it i liked the idea of not really knowing what was going to happen or I didn't look at anything. I literally just like watched part of the trailer on Netflix and I was like, I've never heard of this. Let's add it to the list. <laughs> so I, there was like a scene where Mel Gibson is talking to all the professors as his sort of audition or interview to mm-hmm. to be the one to start this process. So that was kind of like the the trailer. And I was just like, Mel Gibson with a beautiful beard and a Scottish accent. I'm in, let's go, let's do this.
2: Can we talk (laughs) about a Scottish accent though? I mean, it was thick.
1: He's had some practice. Yeah, you (laughs) ever seen Braveheart?
2: (laughs) I actually haven't. Um, Everybody hated him for the accent.
1: You've never seen Braveheart?
2: No, I've never seen Braveheart. Okay, Amy,
1: you have an assignment, make him see Braveheart. (laughs) <laughs> I was like I thought you were going to say you have to see Braveheart and I was like I've seen Braveheart. It's, All right,
0: Tommy,
2: we got to watch Braveheart now. Braveheart is. What did you say, Liam? Everyone hated him for his Scottish accent and then you said something else after that.
3: Yeah, and I said it's actually not that good. It's overrated. <laughs> Braveheart. I
1: would say it was a lot better I in like this Braveheart. than it was in Braveheart. Braveheart it felt like a classic Hollywood mm, I'm saying, Scottish accent.
3: No, I wasn't I was saying the movie is overrated as well. It's not that good.
1: <gasps> you mute oh. him. Shut your filthy <laughs>
2: Hmm. i
0: will say i'm actually really glad that we did this i'm glad that we chose a movie we've never seen before and we all watched it because even though i didn't particularly care for it i like the idea of kind of going in blind and just and being surprised whether it's a good surprise or a bad surprise and i think we should absolutely do this again definitely i was gonna suggest that yeah i i think we should absolutely do it again because i think it It was such a unique experience. You know, we have our go-to movies Mm -hmm. and TV shows that we watch over and over, and I'm not going to name them because they don't need to be named. You know what we're talking (laughs) about. But I like the idea of exposing ourselves, especially because we want to be a community of creators if we're only viewing the same kind of content and media we're not expanding our knowledge of content and media well, and so it's i our think palette, like yeah in yeah, our palette, exactly. absolutely you never absolutely. know what
1: you're going to enjoy if you don't try new things exactly
0: and for me i might not enjoy this movie as much But I understand the appeal of it, and I understand what parts make it a good movie, so I can understand – I can use that understanding to potentially help better my stories, just like you guys Mm. could do the same thing. So even if we don't like something, I think there is lessons to be learned within that as well, so – I'm excited to see what movie we pick next. We we won't, I think, do this all the time because then our entire podcast will just be obscure movies movie. nobody's heard about. <laughs>
1: yeah, it'll be a yeah. movie review. However, but I think it's definitely a practice. Hit us up on Twitter if you have an idea. Oh yeah, absolutely. Of and an obscure movie that you think we might enjoy watching and doubt that we've seen. Yeah, probably something yes. that we can easily find on. A streaming
2: service. Yeah, streaming service is definitely important.
1: Well, and that's also why I picked Netflix. because I was like, okay,
0: I'm just going to go on Netflix, find a bunch, see mm-hmm. what we have on there. There's so much content on there. I know. So Netflix has time. a
1: lot of really interesting hidden gem movies. Oh, yeah. I found a bunch of stuff that I've just never heard of and said, I'm bored, whatever, click play. And wow, I've been blown away by some of them. They've just been so fascinating.
0: Well, I think in the day and age of binging you get through content really quickly and then you're stuck with stuff that you wouldn't necessarily go for which is why those streaming services are so good because it's like oh perfect i can i can try something new you actually Mm -hmm. have a larger opportunity to try something new because you're not so focused on yeah this one thing that you've already binged
1: without having to Go through the debate of do I want to spend money on something only to not like it? Like, if you're already paying for the streaming service, it's included, yeah, exactly. Yeah, might as well take advantage of it. Exactly.
2: I was gonna say, it's I know a lot of people dog on Netflix because it has you know some pretty doo doo content, um, <laughs> which is true, but I, I will say what I, l- I do love about them, regardless of their money hungry schemes, is that they are at least giving a bunch of random artists a chance to make something because you never know like one of these artists are going to come out and just blow you away with something really good. Like I've heard nothing but great things from The Haunting of Hill House. I've heard that's like a great show, but it's something that I would never watch. Like when I think of a horror TV show or a horror like miniseries, I'm like, no, 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 this is not going to be good. But I've heard like literally nothing but good things from it. It's really nice to actually have smaller artists be able to have their voices heard and then on top of that, produce and make those things they really want to. That's a great thing about Netflix.
0: There's yeah. a bunch of random shit. Hashtag
1: not sponsored. <laughs> also, Amazon Prime, <laughs> I have found just, wow, some amazing stuff. Also, some trash. <laughs> no, Liam, <laughs> Liam's, Liam's oh, giving yeah. me the look. I'm talking about movies, Liam, not TV shows. Two totally different things with
2: Amazon. There's only two TV shows I liked, and that was, actually, I guess three. The Boys, The Expanse. But even then, I heard I haven't watched the final season. I heard it went down, unfortunately. And then I know you guys didn't like as much, but Invincible. I liked Invincible.
1: I also liked a lot of different parts of the Man of the High Castle. Oh, yeah. I Forgot those on there. There were a lot of parts I didn't like. And upon second viewing, I was like, fast forward. <laughs> and let me tell you what. I've never fast forwarded through a TV show before. It was great with this one. You could just skip through
2: all the crap Uh, and just
1: watch what you want.
2: That's like the problem with Amazon is anything they get their hands on. It's like they can potentially make a really, really cool moment within the TV show. But a lot of TV shows just go downhill. And I feel like that was all Mm. of the man in the high castle. It was like, this is such a good moment. Okay, we're back to the TV show.
1: Oh, they ruined it.
2: Uh, Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Yeah, let me tell you what. I got through especially season four so fast. <laughs> like, really? Skipped half of it. It was great. It, it was... was just the part of the story I actually cared about. So
2: It was, oh, man. And
1: since four. that show is constantly telling two or three totally different stories that have little to do with each other at the same time, you can afford to skip stuff and it doesn't affect anything. <laughs> um, but going right. back to the the movie side of it, They've just got a lot of unique movies out there. Like with Netflix, they've taken chances on little known, if known at all, uh, producers or writers and said, okay, you've got an interesting story. Here's your budget. Go for it. And there's just a lot of really unique things. It's, you know, I love sci-fi. So I've watched a heavy amount of the sci-fi or like the murder mystery stuff. And there's a lot of really unique concepts for stories that, I can see why the big studio production centers would not have taken a chance on it because it's not enough of a story for them. Yeah. But Amazon doing it, like I got to enjoy a lot of really good stories that I wouldn't have gotten to see otherwise. So I'm glad that these services, these streaming services, are taking those chances because we're getting something different for a change. Mm
2: -hmm. Yeah, exactly. Now,
1: I, I will say The Professor and the
0: Madman was not a Netflix special. No, it's no, Netflix. It like, happened
2: to be on. Yeah,
0: streaming rights to it. That
1: was
2: a, yes, a, a
0: absolutely. full budget film. Which I think it's actually gone June 14th. So by the time this comes out, <laughs> yeah. I don't think people will be able to watch it on Netflix You'll anymore. have to
1: find it somewhere else. It's I worth know. a
0: watch though. Oof. Absolutely. Yeah. I uh, One scene I wanted to discuss about the movie in particular was when the guard had to get his leg cut off Oof. when it got caught in the gate. Oof. I've seen a lot of war movies, not as much as Missy and Liam, <laughs> but I've seen a lot of more movies where that has to happen or mm-hmm. just move like olden movies where that has to happen. And I think that one was the most brutal version of it without really seeing anything. That was the most brutal leg cutting scene I've ever yeah. experienced. You don't actually I,
1: watch them cut the leg off. But yeah, but it's the sounds shit.
0: and it's, oh, oh. <laughs> that sounds <laughs> was really like,
1: drive it home
0: oh yeah well and i i just liked the idea of like that's when the guards started to trust the professor i mean that was the catalyst for them trusting the professor and the, it, the it was interesting or the i'm sorry the madman yes and it was interesting seeing him kind of put himself in the asylum i mean he didn't put himself in the asylum but seeing him be in the asylum and everyone assuming that he's mad. And then as soon as this situation came up, he immediately went into, okay, this is what needs to happen. This is what we need to do. And I thought that that, yeah, Yeah. exactly. And so I think the whole, whole movie was just him trying to find purpose, Mm -hmm. but then getting lost because he felt like he needed that punishment as well. And so that
1: conflict between the guests.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, and it was exactly, it was almost like he found his, you know, he'd find his purpose, and then realize, "I'm happy finding my purpose." That can't happen. I've destroyed people's yeah. lives. I have to. I have to punish myself. Yeah, but it's that that internal struggle. I, I did find very interesting,
2: and well, I hated that of- like
0: cutting scene.
1: <laughs> I pretty early on, I go, "Oh," and I turned to Liam and said, "He's schizophrenic." Like it just, yeah, he had all the symptoms of it, and it made all the little details that was happening in there make total sense with with what was going on with his life and all the different uh, unconscious layers of conflict going on and whoever wrote that part of it and and dealt with the training up the actors for that part of it did a phenomenal job with the intricacies of the version of schizophrenia that this man had because there's lots of different ones out there and too often when you see a film where a character has schizophrenia it's always very cookie cutter the symptoms that they decide to show on film and it's very frustrating that seems to be what hollywood thinks schizophrenia is when it, it usually isn't so to get a little bit of different perspective on the disease was a little refreshing, even though the whole situation was very tragic and very far fetched from a disease perspective, at least had some variety to it.
2: Mm. Yeah. Did you think at all that there was going to be like a switcheroo of who the professor and who the madman was? Because I didn't realize this was based on, in reality. Mm-hmm. So I was like, are they setting it up to be the exact opposite?
1: I did kind of wonder that as I was watching the film, especially when they're starting to blend the storylines together. I'm like, the worlds are crossing, and this guy is going to wind up going crazy. The further he dives into the language, the deeper the hole is going to get, and he's never going to find that bottom. Yeah. And he's going to sink into madness, whereas the madman was lifting himself out of his insanity, even if it was only for a brief time, because he found that narrow path to break through the symptoms that were the most problematic for him.
2: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it it
1: did seem like there was going to be that crossover, but then it all just kind of fell apart.
2: Yeah. From a storytelling
1: perspective, that's how I would have told that story. But because it was based in reality, they didn't have the opportunity, and maybe that's why the film wasn't as good as we wanted it to be was that they had to or they felt a desire to stick to whether it was historical or not more closely aligned with the history of what happened with those two men Mm. had it been totally fiction you could have wound up with a really unique completely
2: different story you really could have yeah
1: I do like
0: when movies at the end, especially if they are based off of something, where they show like the pictures of the real life people Mm -hmm. and they give a little description of what actually happens, you know, later on. I really enjoyed that little tidbit. I think that that made a better movie for me because it I didn't know it was based. I thought this is just like.
1: Yeah, same here. I don't know,
0: <laughs> BS or whatever, but I was like, oh, it's actually like a real real story. So it was cool to see that again. I, I do like when movies do that. Mm-hmm. Give you a little description because then it makes you feel like you're connected to that history Yeah, a little bit more, which is it's nice. Like like,
1: oh, I, I want to know more. Oh, here's the more. And the way that they told the history by saying like, you know, when the guys died, this is what word they were up to in building the dictionary. I thought yeah. that was really unique too.
2: I also thought, In my predictions, I thought the words they were getting stuck on were somehow going to play a bigger part in what they needed to do. But again, since it's more based in reality, it wasn't that. But I would have definitely, if it was complete fiction, I think I would have done that and then done the whole crisscross.
1: Yeah. Like him getting lost in the word art would have been very artistic.
2: Yes, exactly.
1: (laughs) And the whole fact that the madman was able to find sanity and normality in the word approval yes that and that was the word that was going to haunt him later on like he didn't want approval or acceptance
2: exactly that's what i was thinking of like he didn't want approval or acceptance and his wife didn't realize like she didn't approve of this immediately So I thought Mm -hmm. the words were definitely going to play a bigger part in how they were feeling overall.
1: It it almost felt like the writers had all these really neat ideas and they were developing the story and developing the story. And then someone walked in the room and said, you guys know this is based on reality. Let's let's refocus. (laughs) And so for the rest of the movie, they refocused it. (laughs) You're like, dang it.
0: (laughs) So in conclusion, do you think that this was a worthwhile activity for us to do?
1: absolutely we oh, should oh, definitely how, do it again
2: how about this say if you recommend it or not i recommend it
0: two thumbs up two, two thumbs
2: <laughs> Liam.
0: liam's giving a thumbs
2: you can't see it but he's giving a thumbs he doesn't watch and
0: it. i i actually would recommend it i personally am not a fan of that kind of movie like i was saying but i would still recommend it i think a lot of people would find it interesting plus it's kind of interesting to know a little bit about the oxford dictionary you know dictionaries are just such like commonplace <laughs> like yeah dictionary <laughs> and you didn't even you never really think like Oh, someone has to make the dictionary. Like Mm -hmm. someone has to find the history of the words. Like that's insane. And just kinda to see the the feat of how it was accomplished I thought was interesting. So yeah, I'd I'd have people watch it. Yeah. It was fun.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I would definitely I would recommend this movie and I would recommend this process to us or to our listeners as well. Like Absolutely. Go take a chance. Find a random movie and just press play cuz you never know. Like there's you really real never know. <laughs> exciting yeah. things out sometimes. there that you never know what you're going to find and and to watch something new and then to be able to share it with other people. Just take a chance. Go have fun. And if you didn't like it, who cares? It's just a couple of hours, you know, we you, do stuff we don't like all the time.
0: Find do someone you scroll to try on and talk social it with? media for like multiple hours you know what i mean not you missy in particular but you as in the greater you
1: yeah the universal you like (laughs) y'all are playing on social media all the time take two hours out and watch a random movie and if you liked it or you think we'd like it let us know
2: let us know
0: yeah let us know you can reach us on twitter instagram youtube and reddit we are 1l2n productions or you can visit our website which is 1l2nproductions.com Thank you so much for listening to our podcast today. Thank you for joining us. I know Mike isn't here. I know you guys are upset by that, but hopefully (laughs) we did the podcast justice. There's actually a lot less shenanigans than I thought there was going to be. There was. Maybe we don't need Mike. Maybe Mike should just leave. I'm a little (laughs) embarrassed. But thank you again for joining us. And if you like what we're doing here and you want to help show your support, that would be much appreciated. You can head on over to our Patreon and show your support there that would be greatly greatly appreciated because we want to try to do this for life and also bring you more good content <laughs> don't know why i sung that anyways the last word of the day goes to and today i actually have to roll a d4 because there's only four of us here Aww.
2: <laughs> no yes. Not happening is it liam <laughs> he was leave again no give it to liam
0: all right liam <laughs> the dice for it's a whole it's not even just a new dice it's a new style of dice and yet it still rolled Liam which is crazy anyways Liam take it away (sighs)